Greetings from New York City, where SBJ's Media Innovators event gets underway. Attendees will hear from CBS Sports's Sean McManus, Metal Arc Media's John Skipper, and ESPN's Burke Magnus during today's program. Look for highlights and videos on sportsbusinessjournal.com. Also getting underway today out in Carlsbad, California, is day one of the MLB GM meetings. With the current collective bargaining agreement set to expire December 1st, you have to wonder if and when free agency deals will get done during this offseason. And don't look now, but college basketball tips off tonight with a full slate of games. Among those in action are women's preseason number one, South Carolina, who faces NC State at 5 p.m. Eastern. And on the men's side, the State Farm Champions Classic is at Madison Square Garden, where it's Kansas versus Michigan State at 7 p.m., followed by Kentucky versus Duke in the nightcap at 9.30. All three of those games can be seen on ESPN. Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 9th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright filling in for Abe Madcor. Network executives expect to know this week who will win Premier League rights. U.S. media companies submitted bids on Monday, and sources said they expect the league to make a quick decision. Last week, the London Times reported that the Soccer League expects to make $1.4 billion from a six-year U.S. deal, which would mark a 50% increase in this market. Common belief among U.S. media companies is that the Premier League will split the rights between two companies as a way to ensure a bigger overall rights fee. NBC Sports Group, which has held the league's media since 2013, has made it clear that it would like to renew. CBS, ESPN, and Fox also had said that they plan to submit formal bids. The NCAA released a draft of a new constitution, which set the stage for a dramatic restructuring of college sports that will give each of its three divisions the power to govern itself. The document is 18-plus pages, cut down from 43 over the last three months at the direction of NCAA President Mark Emmert. It focuses more on the NCAA's broader goals of athlete welfare than the previous version, which took a more granular approach. Most important, it would provide Division I with the autonomy to reshape everything from how revenue is shared to how rules are made. The goal is to have the changes in place in less than a year. The new constitution still needs to go to the more than 1,200 member schools for feedback after next week's scheduled special constitutional convention. NFL fans are the least likely sports fans to have bought cryptocurrency and NFTs, according to new Nielsen Fan Insights data examined by our David Broughton. Approximately 3.2% of the league's fans currently use a trading platform like FTX to manage their crypto investments, compared to 5.5% of MLS fans. Around 3.3 million NFL fans currently have investments in blockchain products or assets like crypto or NFTs. FTX through November 7th has spent $6.8 million, airing 10 spots during NFL programming. Additionally, Crypto.com has aired 11 spots for a total spend of $4.5 million. One Team Partners and the investment shop Will Ventures have agreed to work together in a broad partnership. In the deal, Will Ventures' 19 portfolio companies will get access to One Team's content, marketing, and licensing business, which is based on the athlete group rights they manage for union owners, including the NFLPA and the MLBPA. For Will Ventures, the hope is the tie-up will be an advantage in the hotly competitive environment for venture capital funds. They aim to invest in startups that focus in two main areas, health and wellness and media and entertainment. One team will seek to take equity in licensing or content 
business counterparties when possible. Other aspects of the relationship include supporting each other's due diligence with one team providing strategic advice on marketing and group licensing business and giving Will the opportunity to co-invest alongside one team. The parties declined to describe the economics of the relationship in detail, but there are said to be incentives on both sides to find deals to work together, share deals, and collaborate on adding value to the companies. The XFL has hired former Bills CEO and Pagula Sports and Entertainment President Russ Brandon as its new president, replacing Jeffrey Pollack, who had survived the bankruptcy under Vince McMahon and the subsequent sale to the group led by Redbird Capital Partners, Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson. The move is not entirely a surprise, given that Brandon was tapped by Redbird as an advisor on XFL matters in January. Brandon spent 21 years with the Bills, ending in 2018. After an investigation into workplace misconduct allegations, Pollock left the XFL last month. The league also announced eight other top hires as it prepares to relaunch in 2023. It includes a blend of new names and veterans from XFL 2.0, which launched in 2020, but played less than half a season before McMahon halted operations and declared bankruptcy during the pandemic. We'll end on a quick programming note. The Big Aristotle is on tap for the Marchand and Iran Sports Media Podcast this week. That's right, Shaq will join the episode that's set to drop on Wednesday. And if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, the stories from Bob Costas are certainly worth a listen. That's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday. I hope everybody has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning.